0: This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to a very special edition Blood Red podcast. I'm Joe River and today I'm joined by Paul Gorst and a man who helped Liverpool win their fifth European Cup in Istanbul back in 2005. He joined Liverpool from hometown club Laval in 1999 when he was signed by Gérard Houllier. He went on to make 130 appearances for the Reds. You might remember him best for an own goal at Burnley, but you probably should remember him better for a goal line clearance as Liverpool clinched that fifth European Cup back in 2005. I'm delighted to say we're joined by former Liverpool defender Jimmy Traoré.
1: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
0: Jimmy, welcome back to Liverpool. You're happy to be back?
2: Yeah. It's nice, you know, it's like, uh, it's a long time not been in Liverpool, so it's always pleased to see, you know, the City and the people. For me, it's like, I feel like to come back home, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. How much has the City changed since you left Liverpool in 2006?
2: Yeah, yeah a lot, you know, like, you know, the downtown, City Centre, everything like that. Even like the stadium, you know, when I went yeah. to the stadium on uh, Sunday, you know, I was yeah. surprised, you know, the new yeah. stand, everything like that. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah.
1: So when was the last time you were actually back in Liverpool?
2: I was like uh, Liverpool in 2015 for the reunion, for yeah. The yeah, ten years yeah. of the Champions League, yeah, and since that you know you know it's like I don't have like that much time, yeah, yeah, yeah. to come you know, in on Europe, so yeah. for me yeah. it's always like special, you know,
0: yeah, ten years well now thirteen years since that that night makes you feel old doesn't it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and um, do you enjoy the derby on Sunday
2: yeah it was a fantastic game you know I was. Uh, I was surprised, you know, in the beginning of the game, you know, because yes, it was intensity, you know, good, but you know, I was like expecting more, like nasty challenge, you yeah. know, yeah. And tackle, yeah, and yeah. like that, and yes, it changed, you know, yeah, in a good yeah. way because you know both team play good, good football, yeah, yeah, and I was surprised, like Everton play like very well, you know, especially yeah. at Anfield, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, so it was good, it was great, great derby, yeah,
1: yeah, such an, an incredible end, wasn't it? the Maradona yes. head that, and. Anfield just went crazy.
2: That's that's perfect, you know, like now that kid he can be well, the hero for yeah. one year, you know, he scored like perfect goal, you know, you know, capitalised from the mistake and that's just good, you know, it's yeah. good to finish that way.
0: Yeah. What did you? How did you feel when the goal went in? Because we were just saying then, weren't we, that you almost couldn't believe it, looking at the lines when yeah. the referee. Yeah.
2: To, to be honest, it's like, I, I was like watching like, yes, of course, you know, the play, but I was surprised, like when I saw like a uh, Klopp run on the field, you know? <laughs> and I watched only him. You know, I was a yeah. fan. I was like, "Oh, maybe the game is over." Yeah. You know, I'm like, "No!" So <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, that's intense!" But I like it. I love it. Yeah. You know, yeah. because it's his personality. You know, it's just like he's not like a fake person. You know, yeah. he celebrates like he always been, and that I think that's great character from him. You know. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, we'll get into it a bit more later, but just on Klopp, you, you're a man who played under Rathbun. and he has a very sort of cold calculated guy on the touchline to see Klopp do that can you imagine seeing him, your manager run on the pitch like that
2: no but like I said to you it's like you know it depends on the character of the yeah, manager it yeah. depends on his personality and uh, that it's uh, you know it's a character You know it's like that's Klopp you know yeah. Rafael would be cool yeah, relaxed. <laughs> you know, but Watch. inside of him you would celebrate you know but yeah. that's him you know yeah. and I think it's like every person is different and uh, that's what you take
0: yeah. you know okay let's um take a little walk down memory lane. We'll go all the way back to 1999 when you joined Liverpool from uh, Laval. Um, can you remember the phone call and, and the, the beginnings of that move to Liverpool? And can you remember your emotions and your thoughts at the time?
2: Yeah, because I was like, I was 19 and yeah. back in the time, you know, I was like, I was like kids. It's not even, I was, I was just 18, yes, 18, something like that. Yeah. When uh, the first contact, but to be honest with you, it's like uh, Liverpool was not like the priority. Yeah. Because I was like young, you know, and I was like not even like play like a lot of game in pro, you know, I yeah. was like just in second division, just play like, I think I, I start like five games or something like that. But because I used to, I used to play back in the time in a uh, French youth team, you know, yeah. so I have like many offer. Yeah. From club in France, first division. Yeah. And uh, so overseas as well, like, you know, I think it was like, yes, in Italy, some yeah. things. So. And uh, Liverpool, it was like, I was scared. and no, I was like, no, I'm not speaking English. I'm be bit up, live by myself, you know. And, uh, and Gerard Houllier convinced me, you know, to come and sign for Liverpool.
1: Yeah. So Gerard Houllier was, was a huge influence then in you making that decision?
2: Yes, massive one because he, he convinced me. I can mm-hmm. tell you, it's like he put all his effort, he put everything to bring me to Liverpool, you know.
1: It must have felt like he really wanted you then.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's why, maybe that's why I make that choice, you know, because I knew back in the time I like, club want me, talk with my agent, but uh, never been like a ready, like a head coach, you know.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, talk straight, you know, to me, you know, and that's what makes the difference, you know.
0: Did you know that Liverpool have been watching you for a while? They've been sending scouts to games
2: uh, yes, because uh, I think it uh, like uh, when I was playing for uh, the French team, yeah. youth team. So it's like I play a lot of games and mm. I know like a lot of scouts come and watch me play and things like that.
0: Mm. What does that like as a young player? That must have its own pressures.
2: To be honest, it's like you don't think about it, you know. So it's just mm. like you play because end of the day, it's like, you know, like when you play in the youth level, you know, like international, you know, like you have eyes yeah. everywhere yeah. and everyone watch you, you know. Yeah. I remember that uh, we supposed to play one game um, uh, in England. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, like in London. Yeah. And uh, we came, you know, and it was like with, I think, a lot of people from Liverpool. And uh, the game was a console, you know, something mm-hmm. like that, you know. Yeah. And um,
0: what other, I know you said big clubs, are you willing to name names? What other big clubs so, made offers?
2: Yeah, I think it was like in France, Paris, Yeah. you know. But I didn't want to go to Paris because. I'm from Paris. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, for me, it was like, uh, I knew, like, if I would go there, I don't think I would be, like, focused that much, especially, you know, when you're young with yeah. all my friends, family. Yeah. And I want, to, I was like, yes, I need to go far away from uh, yeah. that city, you know? Yeah. And after that, it was like, uh, Assemblen, uh, yeah. Parma. Yeah. But back in my time, I was like, because I was a big fan of, uh, Lillian Chiram. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, that was my, uh, target. Yeah, you know I was like when my agent and uh, people like work for me like come to me with that kind of uh, offer mm-hmm. I was like yes maybe Parma is maybe to yeah. to club you know I can follow the path of uh, my hero yeah. you know yeah. to Ram and uh, I was like focused more on that yeah. yeah, in the end you know I came to Liverpool no so, regret
1: so you you kind of made the choice early on that you wanted to, to leave France and basically and explore your horizons kind of thing move on
2: yeah, you know, because I was playing the second division, you know, it's not like I was like uh, playing the first division. So it's like I was playing second division, but because I was playing a youth national team and uh, I was, I would say like on my uh, team, I was thinking I was like considered like one of the best player on prospect. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of uh, eyes on me and everything like that. So that's why, uh, you know, for me, and especially back in the time, it was like, not like a lot of young players went mm-hmm. Abroad, yeah. So I think I was like on the, one of the top five to go on abroad, you know, when I sent to Liverpool.
0: You're a teenager in England. What were those first few days like when you when you joined? Were they nerve wracking? What were your emotions like?
2: It was it was like for me for me Liverpool is mean a lot because I, I discover like so many things, mm-hmm. you know. The you know first team environment, mm-hmm. uh, play with top class players. Yeah go in the locker room you know, with like big international player mm-hmm. and me I was kids you know I was yeah. like you know and I have no name nothing you know yeah. so it's like I need to prove myself yeah. on the daily basics and uh is I, I learned a lot it's like you know I was like try low key on the locker room outside and watch a big player what's he doing you know even like I was not speaking English yeah. but you know I was smart enough to pick up like a few things mm-hmm. and uh it was good learning uh, process for me.
0: That must be tough, not being able to speak the language, coming over. There's a lot of pressure in football. You, how long did it take you to get to grips with the lifestyle in England?
2: Uh, it took me long, you know. But the thing is, like that's why people like you know, when I went to talk about Marcial, Liverpool mm. when they talk about me. You know, so it's like they don't realize, like he was like I come from nothing, yeah. you know low level and uh, to have uh, that experience in Liverpool and did what I've done you know especially like the number of games I play yeah, yeah. I think it's a massive achievement you know yeah, yeah. because uh, yes it was tough you know it's not yeah. like I was like always like uh, yes uh, starting a player or something like that but mm-hmm. I always battle I always do give my best mm-hmm. and uh, yes to be honest yes it was tough in the locker room in the beginning yeah, and uh, I think it makes a change it's like uh, the year I went to, uh, Lens on loan. I mm-hmm. get, I get back to France. Yeah. And that makes a massive change on my career.
0: Why?
2: Because uh, I went back in France and I was like never playing first division in France. So I was like, I went back there and I arrived in a locker room with a group of guys, like veteran guys yeah. and uh, good young players. Back in the time, Juf Juf was there. Yep, yeah, he was a right. <coughs> star on the team. And, uh, the head coach and the player helped me a lot yeah. and I had like fantastic season yeah. we nearly uh, win yeah. the league yeah. we've been like top of the league from all the season yeah. and we lost uh, in the last game of the season against uh, Lyon for the title mm. we are like I think we just need the draw and uh, Lyon was like two points behind us and yeah. they beat us that day yeah. and that was like one of my uh, nightmares yeah, because yeah. it was th- it was hard to swallow, you know. for After yeah. one month, I was yeah. down, but came back to Liverpool and start again and more yeah. confidence. Yeah, and uh, you know that's that was the things for me. Yeah. Makes a change.
1: So that was like a huge season for you to kind of <clears throat> develop as a player and improve and, and come back and.
2: Yeah, because you know it. when you you improve, like always, like when you know you play uh, all the time, you know week week out, and I was not like starting on that team in the beginning. But I win my spot, you know, and uh, they use me in different system, different play, you know, so it's like, uh, it was good, you know, and when you feel like, you know, you're important and, you know, you feel like the confidence of the coach, mm-hmm. that's give you like, you know, boost, you know, and that was me, you know, to, for me to perform well, I know I need uh, the confidence of the coach and my teammate and that was the case in uh, Lens when I arrived.
0: Did Jufe join Liverpool? Was it another season, and then he joined Liverpool it, after that? It
2: was it was that summer. Was it, it? that it summer? To,
0: yeah. Did did he speak to you about joining Liverpool? Did you did you know that he was going to come along? Juf. Jufe, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? So, <why'd> you laugh? <laughs> why?
2: Because I, I played one year with him, you know. Yeah. So I I used to play against him yeah. on the youth level. Yeah. Because when he was in Rennes, you know, I was in Laval. It's very close, so we yeah. used to face yeah. each other. And after that, he went to social, so yeah. we faced each other as well. And I knew I know him, you know. I know yeah. his character. I yeah. know him, you know, on and off the field. Yeah, you know, so just yeah. like I spent one year with him in Lance. He was a fantastic player in France. Yeah, you know, he did well. You know, yeah. even in the World Cup. Yeah. But after that, it's the Jew. If you need to take him with the yeah. package, you know. Yeah, yeah, It's not only like what you do on the field. It's what you do off the field, and it's a character. It's a personage. You know. Yeah. yeah. So yes, I knew. You know, he was like make fun. You know, because when I was like in Liverpool, but in the end. You know, he came to Liverpool. You know.
0: yeah. Were you a bit worried about him coming to Liverpool? Did-
2: from, yes, because from the way I saw the locker room and the way I knew like the player and uh, all the big star, everything like that, and him is totally different, Yeah, you know, because in Liverpool I was, I've never experienced that, you know, guys a big time like international player, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, Baron d'Or or yeah. that kind of things, and they are very like humble. Yeah, very humble. You know, work hard and yeah. you know and don't make that much noise mm. yeah. on the locker room. And Juvy, it's the opposite.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah,
2: like a, you know, but he's his character. You know, yeah. he, he need that. You know, he needs attention. He need yeah. to come in, when he come to the room. He need to make a uh, sound. You know, he's yeah. loud, speak yeah. loud, yeah. make you know. People need to watch him like yeah. you know, crazy. But that's him. But deep get, inside, he's a nice guy, yeah. but, you know, you need to know him.
0: Yeah, do you get on with him?
2: I'm fine,
0: you, yeah, know. Yeah, you yeah.
2: know, I'm fine, but, you know, it's not like today we keep in touch. No, no. But back in the time, it was like, okay, you know, because I knew, I knew him. Yeah, I know his yeah. character, I know, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. Who were your friends in the locker room?
2: Back in the time, of course, like, because we've been like, a lot of French colony, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's like was the French player, but... Uh, I knew, like, some of the guys like me, you know, like, uh, Didi Amman or yeah, that kind of yeah, guys because, you know, they see me, like, they see me grow, you know. Yeah, they see, like, yeah, Jimmy when I arrived as a yeah, kid and yeah. uh, become, you know, who yeah. I was, you know, so it's like they see me, you know, and they always see, like, you know, someone, I hope, you know, I give that image, like, someone, like, humble and work hard and, yeah. you know.
1: I mean, at that time, people had a lot of connections to France and a lot of players you played in France or, or were French, like Anthony Lutalek and Florence Sinema Pongole. Yeah. Obviously, Gerard Julio was the manager. Did that kind of make it easier for you to settle?
2: Yeah, I would say to you, yes and no.
1: Mm-hmm. Why is that?
2: Because, you know, uh, now when I watch back, you know, and I'm like, uh, I know it was tough as a head coach. I know it was tough for ouy you know, to bring like a lot of French players. And he was not like uh, the same type of player, for example, like Arsenal bring. Yeah. Because, you know, like when Wenger was in a uh, I think it bring like, it brought like, yes, international player, yeah, like, player yeah. like been confirmed player, you know, yeah. big time player. And us, it was like more like a long term project, yeah. young players, you know, like to develop and and that's, I think, makes a difference mm-hmm. because maybe it's expectation mm-hmm. from some of the English players, like thinking like, oh, yes, them, you know, makes a difference and get big impact on the team. Mm-hmm. But it was not the case, you know, it was more like, yes, us, we need to come up and grow you know as a player and maybe that's that's it was the difference
0: what was your relationship like with Gerard Julier?
2: Uh it's like he it was like uh, a father, father and son you know yeah. so sometimes was good sometimes yeah. was bad Yeah. but that's the way that's the way he was you know
0: did he have a very personal touch I know you read things from the likes of Steven Gerard go on very well with him did he have a real personal touch with players
2: yeah you know he was uh, that kind of he's that kind of a manager you know it's like I've been for so in football for long, you know, mm. and uh, Jerry was that kind of manager like to talk a lot with the player, like to be close with the player, you know like try to know everything. <laughs> Fortunately. But <laughs> that's he was, you who know. Watch sometimes. Yeah, yeah, too much. But that's that's him, you know, he's his character, you know, yeah. and uh, with me he he took me like when I was kids, you know, yeah. just eighteen, nineteen yeah. and I'm sure like he had like good intention with me. Yeah, yeah. So he tried his best, you know. Of course we're not sometimes we're not like being on the same page yeah, for yeah. some reason. I have my reason, you have his reason, but now when I reflect back, when I watch back, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. It was like sometimes I think it was like hard on him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And yeah.
0: Now that you're a coach, do you look back at elements of coaches that you had throughout your career and try and yes. put that into what you're doing now? Oh yes, definitely. One yeah, percent
2: yeah. is like you know, especially like, you know, when you grow and when you have kids and when you mm-hmm. become like a man or a man, you know, you, you watch back on so many things and reflect and say like, yes, if I knew, like, maybe I would do it a different yeah. way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you grow, yeah. you know, and like, and yes, maybe if we've, we, sometime uh, we have like hard conversation. Yeah. And, um, yes, some, I uh, regret. Yeah. But that's the way it is. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. When you came back from Lund, you played a little bit at centre half, didn't you? And that yeah. was the position, I guess, that you wanted to play. Um, was that a frustration throughout your Liverpool career that you didn't play more in the middle of defence?
2: Uh, I would say to you, yes and no, because yeah. uh, the fact that I was a left foot player, so it's yeah. like give me more opportunity to play like mm. as a left back and yeah. help me on my game. Yeah. And uh, yes, I enjoy both positions. Yes, my natural position was more like centre back. Mm-hmm. And I love to play that position. But the year I came back, when uh, when I came back and I played Liverpool and I started to play centre-back that yeah. year, I was not playing left-centre-back. I was playing right-centre-back.
0: You were? I yes. Don't, yeah. I don't remember that. Yes. Because, why, why was that?
2: Why? Because Sami Pia was feeling like more comfortable yeah. when yeah. he played on the left side. Yeah. yeah. And it was always strange for a left-foot player because you don't see that. In the, yeah. uh, even today, you don't see that the no, left-foot-centre-back no. play on the right side. Yeah. And that's why I play. Uh, all year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's yeah. not, like, easy, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I cop with it and I deal with it and I think, you know, it was fine.
1: I mean, looking back at the, the Liverpool squad at, at the time, you had, like, Stefan Oncho and obviously Sammy Hippier and, and Jamie Carragher. There was plenty of really good centre-backs, so it was always going to be tough to, to get in the, in the team every week. But did
2: you learn a lot from, from watching those players up close? Oh, yes. A lot. That's... It was, like... That's why I was like, when I reflect on my career, it's like I was lucky to be always on the locker room with some top player, mm. top class player. And them I watched them. They've been like, all all of them, like international,
1: mm-hmm.
2: play for national team, you know, big players. So it's like, and uh, you know, Sammy and Steph was like two fantastic sometimes back in the time. And I watched a lot, I observed a lot like Steph and I was talking a lot with him because he speaks French. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like always uh, nice. And even like, that's the thing, it's like, I learned, it's like, we, uh, we play, we compete for the same position, and Steph knew it, and he still, like, helped me, you know, Yeah. yeah. you know, and after that, yes, uh, I push him out outside, but he was, like, always nice with me, and, yeah. uh, and that's why, uh, you know, I like about him, you know, he was, like, no, it's not personal, you know, that's the way he is, Yeah. and it's the same with Sammy, and the same with uh, Jimmy, you know, so it's like, they always help me, and to develop, and uh, I pick up, like, things from them, you know.
0: Yeah, When Gerald Hulier left the club uh, in 2004, was there mixed emotions in terms of he was the man who brought you to Liverpool? As you say, you had this father and son style relationship, but then it's a new beginning for you, a new chance to impress on another, another manager?
2: So when uh, Gerald left, it was like uh, our relationship, you know, in, uh, hmm. in the end, it was, it was a little bit bad. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was like a little bit bad, you know. So when he left, you know, it'd been like, you know, it's, you know, that's the way it is, you know. Yeah. But on my head, I was like, uh, "I want to leave. Yeah. Whatever what's happening, you know, yeah. the draw we stay or yeah. new manager come. Yeah. I was like in my head, I was like already gone. Like, try mm. to do everything to move on, yeah. you know, because I was uh, 24, yes, 24, yeah. and I was like thinking like I need to play more. Yeah, because people from my generation, especially when I was playing for a youth national team in France, mm-hmm. they all like pass me, you know." Before mm-hmm. I was like in front of them yeah. and in maybe two, three, four years, they all like passed me and play for France, you know, the yeah. A. And I was like, that hurt me, you know, because I watched back and I was like, yes, because I was not playing in Liverpool. And them, mm-hmm. they, most of them, they was playing in France, you know, yeah. first division or yeah. some in England. So that was like, yes, that was on my mind. Like, yes, I need to be now a starter or play more mm-hmm. games.
1: So how did Rafa Benítez convince you to stay?
2: You need to give him a lot of credit (laughs) because he did like, he's been like very patient with me (laughs) because I was like, on my head, I was like gone. Yeah. So the first day he came, you know, and he meet with uh, all the player, you know, to discuss about uh, the future, what the plan. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the meeting with him and I would try to do everything to short the meeting. Yeah. You know, and i said, yes, hi, you know blah blah, and I said to him like yes, I want you to leave. And he comments me. He said to me, "No, I know you, I know your character. You play against my team, Valencia. you know." And he said you did well against uh, John Carew and uh, the striker, blah blah blah. And uh, he give me his uh, plan for me. You know, he puts the lineup on the board and he showed me a few things and where I can play and stuff like that. And, even with that, I said to him, no, I don't want to stay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because, you know, for me, it was like, I have the experience, same kind of experience with uh, we mm-hmm. And I uh, say, like, uh, I was thinking, yes, I learned from that. And I want to move on. It's like, you know, it's easy to talk and to show, like, on the board. But, yeah, yeah. You know, it's different when, you know. And we have that conversation, and he tried to convince me. We go to the pre-season. I think I get injured straight away. Uh, but still, like, you know, tried to convince me. And I think uh, the club received the offer from the... From Everton. Everton. Is that true? Yeah, I
0: was, I was reading yes. that before. Yeah.
2: And yes, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100% true.
1: <laughs> How did you feel about that? Uh,
2: back in the time, I was like, I need to play. Yeah. Right. You know? And I had the conversation with the head coach, with uh, Dane Moyes, Yeah. And he tried to convince me, you know? And uh, I, to be honest with you, Liverpool accept straight away mm-hmm. the offer. You know, I was a little bit surprised, but they yeah. accept straight yeah. away. You know, yeah. so it's like in my mind, it's like the club accept the offer. Yeah, uh, we move on. Yeah. And um, but the day I come to collect all my stuff, to go to do the medical uh, things, uh, Benitez, Rafa bring me on his office again and he said to me, like, you don't leave, you if you stay, (laughs) if you're not happy in six months, I'll let you go. Yeah. That was the end of the conversation. So you you ended up staying
1: for the 2004-05 season, Uh, Rafa Benitez's first season in charge. Uh, How was it around that time? Obviously, it was a completely new change for Liverpool and, and a new direction, more of a Spanish feel to the squad. How did you feel at the time?
2: I think that back in the time, I think that's what the group need, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, when you used to be always with the same manager and, you know, you have your routine and you have your things and you know the manager, you start to you know all the rotation, you start to you know stuff. It's like you become like a new comfort zone, you know. So it's just like, you know. And I think that back in the time, that's what Liverpool need, you know. New fresh face, new voice, new players. And uh, Rafael bring like something different, you know, from we, you know. I think like the team like we improved like tactically yeah and uh i think it was great yeah i enjoy it you know the two years i spent with rafa i enjoy it learn a lot learn a lot even sometimes players think it was boring but uh, (laughs) i enjoy it yeah Yeah. and he's different he's different manager
0: is he particularly good with defenders what do you mean in terms of the way Liverpool set up ah. so good I, mean, I think back to Juventus away you know, he could set a team up to defend and, and keep any team out couldn't
2: he he was like yes he was one his uh, strength you know so it's like yes he liked to you know structure his team you know yeah. very well you yeah. know and uh, that's we work a lot on that yeah. during the pre-season yeah. even during the season we yeah. work a lot you know and we change sometimes yeah. formation yeah. that we never did with Oye, uh, you know, yeah. so it's like we play a friend in the back, you know, yeah. five, it was yeah. depends of the game and a lot of rotation as well yeah. on the squad. That's something it that was new as well. Yeah. So it was not like you can win that weekend and as uh, next game yeah. you can make three or four change yeah. and it yeah. doesn't matter for him and that's it was a thing that's keep the group happy yeah. and player to fight, you know, every, every week, you know.
1: I mean, Benitez's rotation policy um, some people disagree with it. Some people could see why he did it so regularly, um, but it, it kind of kept everyone on the toes in the in the squad today. Yeah.
2: Yes, because you know he have uh, that. He was always his plan. You know, so it's just like you have a massive project, and you know you play you play different competition, and he want you want to keep like everybody's involved and trust everyone on the squad because you work hard and you have the reward. You know, and I think that he was great. And I know some players. It was tough for them because they used to play. 65 games a season and uh, always be happy to play and everything like that, but I think sometimes you need to breathe and, uh, you know, let guys, young players or guys play, you know, and it's good for the development, you know, of the team. So I think for me it was great, you
0: know. I suppose it was very important as well when you get later into the season and you're playing those finals, the likes of Vladimir Smica, for example, had confidence to go and do what he did. So was it, was that a benefit of that policy?
2: Yes, but it's like, it depends what you, it's like, some people like it, some people mm-hmm. don't, don't like it, you know, but for me, I think it's great, you know, especially like in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, when you know, like you starting in 11, you're a strong mm-hmm. team, you know, mm-hmm. yes, you can go you finish with that in the end of the season. But I think in the beginning, I think it's good to rotate and to give the chance to some of the guys to, you know, to impress the yeah. manager and, you know, that I think it was good. That I think it was fantastic and that kind of things.
0: What was Rafa like as a person? Because obviously Julia had this reputation as being quite a warm manager. Rafa, the opposite. But you've just told a story that I, I think makes him sound quite warm.
2: Is I think it was depends of the player. Yeah. You know. But you know, uh, with me, it was uh, it was always like fun. You know, we always mm. have that kind of talks, more talks, sometime. You know, but I think it was always like that kind of things. You know, mm. I was not not expect like a lot. You know, from him as a person, you know, just like as a coach, I think he was good. Yeah. And after that, uh, it was well, you know, he was not like, speak like very good, good uh, English back yeah. in the time, you know, yeah. it was the first year, so, but he made the effort and he tried his best and that, it was great.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I know Steven Gerrard said quite, quite a few times he was a bit standoffish a little bit with him and that's what kind of drove him to become as good as, as he was around that time, but so Benitez kind of was different with each player, just to bring the best out of them. Is that how we went about it.
2: Yeah, I can tell you, it's like you can have like a fantastic game, great game, and uh, you will not come. It's not that kind of coach. He will come and mm. tap on your shoulder and say, "Yes, you'd be fantastic." And no, he will come, tap on your shoulder, you say, "Yes, maybe on that play you need to do that, <laughs> yeah. and something like that." Maybe you know, and that's rougher. Yeah. And it's always been like that. So it's like in the beginning you be, you shock, you know, yeah. but after that when you know the guys, when you know the coach, you know the way. He make you yes. He did a good job, you know. That's, a, that's kind of way he do, you know. Mm. And sometimes yes, you think it's awkward, but that's him.
0: When you look back and you think you had that offer from Everton in summer 2004, and a year later you were lifting the European Cup, I mean that that's almost surreal to think that you could have been playing for Everton instead of lifting the European Cup. I bet you're so pleased now that you didn't take that offer.
2: The, the funny, you know, the fact, the funny thing is like when we won. That's the first thing Rafa said to me on the field. Is it? it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Said to me, you see, you trust me. Yeah. You see, you going to Champions League. If yeah. you sign to Everton, that, yeah. you know. But that, that's yeah. the destiny for me. It's like that's the destiny. You know, that's the way it is. You know, so it's like take some decision and
0: yeah. Yeah. move on. Okay.
1: I suppose if we if we touch on that night, May the twenty fifth, two thousand and five, a game that every Liverpool fan will remember forever. Um, what was it like playing in it? 20 seconds in 30 seconds in you could see the free kick Milan score from it and then you know what was it like crazy yeah (laughs) in one word
2: even yes no it was like you know it was the biggest game of the Liverpool you know football club you know especially for our group been together for so long for some of the players I think you know like uh, EPR, Carragher, Stephen Gerrard you know Ladi, you know, Jersey, you know, we've been together for so long. Yeah. So we experienced many uh, games together, many finals, many, you know. So, yes, it was like the biggest game, you know. And I remember the word before the game that Rafa, you know, said to us, like, you know, give all your best, you know, because you never know. Maybe it's the first and last championship final you can play, you know, for some of us, you know. And that's, yes, it's true. It was true for me. Especially. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was it was a crazy game.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Especially you were the man that was meant to come off at half time before Finn got yeah. injured. So you, sent, you were sent to the showers. Yeah. You were in the shower, showering, yeah? yeah.
2: No, 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 yet. I was like on my way, yeah. like, take off from my stuff, yeah. on my way, you know. And I was like, uh, the assistant coach, Paco, yeah. come back to me, like, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, you're back on the field. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You say, yeah, yes, Finani is injured. Come on. And to be honest, it's like it's tough, you know, because people don't realize, you know, you've been subbed off. And so it's like in your head you switch off, you know, you it's done, you know, it's always miserable or thing like that, yes. You think like it's it's your fault, you know, you did like bad and so mm-hmm. bad that you know, and it's Champions League final, mm-hmm. for you know, yeah. done. And to come back and play again. It's tough. Yeah. But I think it was, like, one of my strengths. Like, you know, yeah. mentally, you know, I was, like, always, uh, but like, adversity, work hard and a like that and a lot of things. And I think it was, like, yes. And I switched on straight away when I knew, like, I need to play well and I need to, well, I need to yeah. do my best for the team. And,
0: yeah. It was a, an amazing comeback. We all know that. But it was also a tremendous defensive performance from Liverpool in the second half. And you cleared a, a Andrei Chevchenko shot off the line, didn't you? Um, can you remember what was running through your head at that time I mean were you playing on adrenaline what What goes through a player's mind when he's doing things like that in a European Cup fan?
2: it's like first is like when you come back and in the second half you know you we just come back to maybe our head oh, and it was I think mm-hmm. the target it's like to win the second half mm-hmm. you know it's like one year or mm-hmm. something like that to win the second half and uh, everything went so fast you know when we score like the first one the second one the third one and change on mm-hmm. our heads everything change like what we do we keep going attack or we defend yeah. Yeah. and I think we use our best weapon because we did I think during all the year of the Champions League you know all the campaign you know I think we we defend well
0: yeah, yeah.
2: apart from yeah. The, the first, first 45 minutes <laughs> the first half and uh, that was all our strength so it's like we go back on the basic things and defend you know and I think that's why we won that Champions League, yeah. and Jose was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think you need to give him a lot of credit because he was fantastic.
0: Do you, do you ever watch that save? Not not the penalty shootout, but the save from Shevchenko. But oh yeah, and just try, just wonder. It, it defies the laws of yeah. physics. What he does, it, it's crazy.
2: That's him. It's like he don't give up, and I think that's Liverpool. Yeah, that's that save is uh it's an image of the club it's an yeah. image of the mentality and the culture of you know the city and uh, the club it's mm. like we never give up, never like you know let down you know and guys you know and that's that's for me it's a big mm. example you know that save is it, fantastic you know because I'm sure like so many goalkeepers see that guy' in six yard, he would like ah, he's done yeah and just stand and he did what he needed to do yeah
1: when you went onto the pitch for the second half, did you have any idea that you could come back?
2: Uh, yes and for me, no. But the word from the manager, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's the difference. The manager is like, yes, if we score one goal in the first 15 minutes, we can come back. You know? us you go and you say, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and you go and when you score the first one, I'm like, oh, shit. that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Second one, wow. Third one, and that's when you, I think, that's when you score the film and that's why you, like, in, deep inside of you, you're like, yes, you go to win it, you know? Yeah. Nothing can yeah. stop you, now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So the players felt like they could win it when, they, uh, when Javi Lonzo makes it 3-3? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you see the penalty kick, yeah. you know, that give you, like, some example, you know? Yeah, yeah. Players, well, don't give up, you know, don't, mm-hmm. like, think, like, oh.
1: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
0: As you say, it was a tale of redemption for a lot of players that season and, and that Champions League run. And for you personally, did it feel like you had something to prove in each game? I think back to Juventus away, it was just a tremendous performance. Chelsea, two excellent defensive performances and then that final, and especially the second half. Was it? Did you have something to prove going into those games and did you feel passionate and like you were getting those frustrations that you'd had years before?
2: out? No, but... Like for me, it was like Champions League. It was like all, all the European night mm-hmm. in Liverpool, it was a very special. Mm-hmm. Every game I played for Liverpool in European night, it was special. Mm-hmm. It was something like uh, you can compare to the league game, you know. It was mm-hmm. always like extra motivation. Mm-hmm. It's come from the fan yeah. because it's different when you play an European game yeah. and a uh, you know, league game. Yeah. You go in the stadium, the atmosphere before the game, during yeah. the game, and yeah. after the game, is buzzing. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's always lift the player. Always like you want to perform your best and you play against you know, for a foreign team, you know, yeah. it's like give you extra, you know, motivation. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, for me, it was always that, you know, I need to play against, uh, you know, face uh, Zlatan, I face uh, Del Piero, I yeah. face things. You always want to mm-hmm. give your best and, yeah. you know, and that was me. That That's the way I always uh, Played that kind of game. Yeah.
1: So from nearly joining Everton uh, eight months before, and then winning the Champions League, you, you signed a new contract virtually straight away. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, t-
2: thinking Liverpool been in Liverpool. I think I signed like many times new contract. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So obviously after you'd won the European Cup, you were you were thinking, you know, of staying at Liverpool and, and kind of cementing your, your place there for a few years.
2: Not ready. You know, so it was always, always like, you know, uh, what's next adventure we know we take you in and you need, I always take like, I'm not take for granted, like, yes, it's, IS is done. I signed two years, I sit and I put my yeah. food. You know, it's like, I always want to play more and, you know, be more involved and the thing like that. And uh, yes, I signed a new contract, but, you know, after one year, I can tell you that, I know that. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. for me, it was like,
0: nothing. I know you probably, a sicker answering questions about this but if I can just rewind a bit to the January of that year Turf Moor yeah. that own goal
2: yeah
0: how did you feel going from was that the lowest point of your Liverpool career Uh,
2: that, that of course it? You know, yeah that's that's it. It. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, and then to the to the highest point your Liverpool career in six months if I'd have told you that night at Turf Moor that you'd go on to win the European Cup what, what would you have said
2: that's Yes, it was like, I was down, you know, for a couple of days, everything mm-hmm. like that, you know. I was like, you know, it was like hurt, you know, yeah. especially like the circumstance, you know, I scored a goal, of course, you yeah. know. Not blame anything, yeah. that's me, that's yeah. like, you know, I'm like that, that was me, it's like I scored that on goal. And the coach took me off after straight away. Mm. That's no problem, Yeah, normal. And... uh and after that, yes, of course, you know, take a lot of stake from the fan, from everyone, you know, blah, blah. But my teammates stood, you know, for me, you know, I remember that, you know, the next day, like, Jimmy Carragher, you know, we sit in the locker room, come, talk to me, you know, for long, you know, and like, keep up, you know, that's nothing. Yeah, Because, you know, he's been there as well. But he said to me, like, it's nothing, you did a good season, you did well for us, keep going, keep your head up. And that's it was like, that's show like my character, you know. Show show like the way uh, mm. I was Monterey, you know. Never give up and you know try my best, you know. Yeah. It is don't it, affect me.
0: Is it frustrating that it's one own goal? And let's face it, defenders score however many own goals. Is it frustrating that you still asked about that?
2: Uh, I'm, no, I'm live with it. To be yeah. honest, it's like, of course, people first things when they will talk about me or when they mention my name or when you go to YouTube, you go yeah. first thing. Yes, you see the own goal, but hunger for me, it's like yeah. okay, yeah, whatever, yeah, you know.
0: But the first thing should be the European Cup, shouldn't mm. it?
2: Yeah, but that's the way it is, you know. Yeah. That's uh, you can't change people, yeah. that you know, yeah. some people they want the best for you, they're happy for you, some they want, you know, they like to, you know, yeah. put the, uh, the frustration yeah. on some people.
1: I mean, you mentioned a few minutes ago one of your big strengths was your mentality, and obviously that would have been needed after that incident just to pick yourself up and. And yet, as Joe says, just a few months later, European champion. Just an incredible few months for you. Yeah.
2: After that, it's like, you know, for me, it's always like, it depends of the way you deal with some situation. It depends. It's only the football game, you know. It's just like, it's only, yes, it was unfortunately a bad home goal for, you know, because that cost us the qualification for the FA Cup. But... Two, maybe one or two weeks later, I was still on the team, you know, yeah. the, and at that I see that confidence from the head coach, from mm-hmm. Rafa. And I, I said, Come on, you have confidence on me, you need to move on from that and keep going. And I don't see anything from my teammate, like, you know, like, yeah. they lost confidence on me, and so that keep you up and keep you going, you know.
0: We haven't mentioned that the year before you scored your, your one and only goal for Liverpool in Star Bucharest. Do you remember that night? I, I remember it pouring down like this it was um, what it was a nice finish from the outside of the area wasn't it
2: yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it was only my only goal and I didn't score that many goals during my career anyway <laughs> no, no. with your right foot uh, yes but it was like it was great because the night I think the night before when we trained on that field yeah. I think I scored maybe the same similar goal yeah. you know with my right foot and you know I think that's confidence you know I feel hmm. like I can take the opportunity and I took it
0: just talking to goals you said you didn't score many but if you type Jimmy Traoré into YouTube you do see an absolutely wonder goal for Seattle Sounders. Um, <laughs> yeah. you, you might not score many, but that was that was one hell of a goal, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed. It. Like he was like uh, Champions League. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, you know, Champions League, but yeah. you know, I enjoyed. It, you know, he was like great. You know, yeah. because he was like special. Like it was my first game for the for that franchise, and it was my first game and uh, at uh, home.
1: Yeah,
2: and yeah, I scored a good goal and it was good for the crowd it was good for yeah. the team you know 45 for the next month
1: so you scored a goal like that on your on your home debut yes <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad way to yeah, say great it, to start. Is it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah I think there is some one of the reasons was the fan and the club love me <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um
0: so let's go back to the, the year after you've won the European Cup Um you win the FA Cup but you're in and out the team yeah Um yeah, frustrating the year
2: uh, yes and no, because it was that the way it was. You know, I think uh, the coach uh, changed the uh, way you see, like maybe John Ariza, the left back, yeah. more than the left wing. Yeah. So, and to be honest, it's like he's better left back than me, for sure. So for me, it was like, I understand this situation, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like a, more or less a backup and nothing like that. I tried my best to battle with him, but he was better than me and that's it you know.
0: and then the decision to move you moved to Charlton in the summer of 2006 Uh, (laughs) your face says it all
2: yeah Yeah. no it was like back in the time yes 2006 I tried to uh, yes I started to yes decided to move on it's not like uh, Liverpool pushed me out it Mm -hmm. was more my decision Mm -hmm. and uh, I went to Charlton unfortunately you know there was like so many bad things happened in short time Hmm. You know, short period, sorry. And uh, yes, I have like I think like free manager in six months. Yeah. I have like a bad injury. I think I broke my legs or something like that, like fibula. So yeah. it's like you know I was out for two or three months. You know it was like, but it was the expense for me. Mm-hmm. It was like experience, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And then um, was it
2: Portsmouth after that? Did you move briefly back to France or then? No, I go to Portsmouth. Go to Portsmouth. every yeah. ring up. Yeah. You know, it was a great expense even though didn't play that much. Yeah. But uh, to be on uh, that locker room, yeah, he was like, he was good.
0: What was he like, Harry, as a, as a person? You know, he's in, I'm, ce- I'm a celebrity, get me out yeah, here. Yeah, that's why I
2: saw that like uh, two days ago on <laughs> yeah. TV. I was surprised, you yeah. know, I was like, uh, honestly, I laugh. He's, he's the
0: favourite to win it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah.
2: look good, you know, yeah, it look good, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What, so what, what was he like to play under? Under him? He, oh, he was like, uh, different the way he managed the team compared to all the coach I have previously, yeah. you know, and he was like, he was good. He was hairy, like, you know, that he was like honest, you know, if you're not good, I'm not playing you, I will yeah. buy some, somebody else. <laughs> but he was always, that's the word he said to me. But uh, he like, we have like a very, very good squad.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. why I
2: enjoy it the most, even I didn't play that much. But in the locker room, you can ask anybody, it was like, fantastic. We have like great atmosphere, we have great in training and I see was, was competition and uh, training, it was like, yes, you know, it was, De- David James was there, so yeah. combo, on yeah. our he was uh, on the Some big G players, Yes, they? Kanu, we are like. Yeah, yeah Jermaine, Jermaine
1: Defoe at the time? Yes,
2: German, yes, yep. we a fantastic uh, squad.
1: Did they win the FA Cup that year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Against Cardiff, was yeah. it? yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
0: So you won two FA
2: Cups? No, I was not there. You're not there at all. Because no. that year I went to the last... Because I didn't play that much. Yeah. And so I moved back to France yeah. Yeah. to play, you know, because I mean, that's always, you know, yeah. I do like to sit on a bench. Yeah.
0: You play, you play you played for two of the biggest clubs in France, in Monaco and Marseille. Yeah. Um,
2: so that's... I'm, I'm lucky, you know. During my career I've always been... I've always the opportunity to play for big team. Champ-
0: you, no. you're from Paris are yes, you a Paris Saint-Germain Paris. fan growing up? i yeah and you play for Marseille yes. <laughs> am I not allowed to bring classic? that
2: up? <laughs> no it was like I was surprised when yeah. I received that offer yeah. because back in the time I was like I was in Monaco mm-hmm. and uh, six months before the end of my contract I uh, pick up injury ACL mm-hmm. you know, broke my knee done, mm-hmm. and the team was struggling you know we like down in second division and the club did everything for me Monaco to get back and play the last few games of season but I was like no chance you know I can yeah. do it I can contribute to the team I would yeah. say it would make it worse you know yeah. and uh, being a relegate I was I was end of contract and I was like I think 32 or something and uh, Monaco second division new coach arrived you know so it's like pre-season I did them but I was not on a contract, they just keep me to keep fit, you know, and I said, mm-hmm. okay, no problem, you know, and they tried to see, like, if I can come back,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, they never really, really make the offer, they wait, you know, they try to wait until uh, the end of uh, yeah. transfer of windows, yeah. but the thing they don't realize is, like, Marseille has need, like, someone like me, yeah. a backup left back, mm-hmm. and I was free, yeah. so, one day, Deschamps called me, and Oh, was it Deschamps as Yes, well? yes. Yeah. Deschamps was a head coach. Yeah, yeah. Call me and, uh, you know, talk about a few things and ask me if I want to join Marcel because he need somebody like me. Yeah. What
0: was Deschamps like to work under? The-
2: nice. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. For... It's tough, you know, especially Marseille. No, no, yeah. it's like, I don't I don't know if you never been in Marseille or you never... Never been to so Marseille, no. Yes, Marseille is a very special city, you know. Yeah. They love the football like crazy. They're like more or less fanatic. And uh, Marseille is like, you need to have a player with a lot of character mm-hmm. to play with that shirt because you win the game, you're the king of the city. You can go out and do whatever you want, you know, with your family. Nobody would be like, what are you? But if you lose the game, you can't walk on the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fans, they like, say say crazy, you know. Yeah. like very, And it's, it's, it's tough. If you honest, it's you know. And uh, the year I was there, yes, we have like not the great, great season in the league, but we did uh, very nice and uh, very good in Champions League.
0: You, you won the cup as well, didn't you? The yes, cup. we won the yeah. cup, yeah. Yeah.
2: You see, I yeah. was lucky.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lucky charm. Um is Marseille in many ways quite similar to Liverpool and some-
2: Uh, yes. Is Marseille is the most popular club in France?
0: Yeah,
2: it's by far. You know, yeah. today yes, Paris. You know, they have yeah. great players, they have fantastic yeah. players. But Marseille is like, is most popular club in France. You yeah. go everywhere we go in Marseille in you know, any uh, city and any stadium, it always been full. Yeah, you know, and uh, yes, you can grow up in Paris, but you can have like. Lots lot of people support Marseille same. like crazy. Yeah. And I think here is not the case. No, no. So that's that's Marseille, you know. And uh, yes, in terms of atmosphere in the stadium, yes, you can compare a little bit. But Marseille fans, yeah, they're fanatic. I think sometimes I think it's too much.
0: Okay. We'll, we'll move on to moving to Seattle and a huge lifestyle change. And how did that move come about? And was it... a Difficult decision to move to Seattle? Or?
2: No, no, easy. No, no, no. It was easy because mm-hmm. I played one year in Marseille uh, and knew like I want to play a few more years, one or two more years, and retired. Yeah. You know, and uh, I always want to live in America. Yeah. Because you know, my wife she's Danish. You know? all ah, right okay. So it's like we always want to you know. I don't want to live in Denmark. She don't nope. want to live. She, <laughs> she want kind of live in France, but yeah. I was like not ready. So we decide like yes, maybe move in America to see yeah. you know because we used to go on a holiday lot there. And to see you know, so it's like yes, if yeah. I can finish my career there and see if we like it or not, yeah. that's why we make that decision.
0: Yeah, had you been to Seattle before? No, you there? Oh.
2: no. So it's like, uh back in have time time? Like I finish my contract with Marseille, I take a break because my wife she was pregnant and. Mm-hmm. Uh, MLS league always starts uh, in January, yeah. I think, so it's like I said, I take six-month break. So I've done all my stuff in Europe and to see if I can move in America. Yeah. And that perfect went well, you know, mm. and uh, Seattle, it was just lucky, just the opportunity, you know, come up. Yeah. They need the uh, centre back. I went there and from that, everything took off.
1: So what's, it, what's the, the standard of the league like in the MLS compared to the big leagues in Europe?
2: No, you can't compare. You know, no. it's it's only like it's it's uh, new. It's become like a new league. It's like it's not the main sport in America. No. That's why you make mm-hmm. that stuff for to compare. You know, because the player on the best athlete, like they say, you know, they go to play uh, American football and uh, basketball yeah, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. so like they call that soccer so I hate that <laughs> yeah, yeah. ball there you know it's like it's it starts to become like better much better mm-hmm. like in terms of level but where you can compare is like more like in terms of infrastructure mm-hmm. stadium training ground Yeah. I think some of them is like much better than in Europe yeah. you know yeah. and uh, atmosphere in stadium is like it's uh, some stadium is crazy like us we average like 45,000 people Really? Every game. Yeah. You know, you go to uh, Atlanta. It's only like three years. New franchise, yeah. new team. Yeah. You know, they just create the club. Yeah. And they already make like fifty-five thousand. Yeah. You know, every games. Like they are in the final after two years, they, they qualify for the MLS Cup final. So the stadium would be like full, like seventy thousand. I mean, it's so that's America. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's been kind of helped by the, the big name stars who've gone over there towards the end of their career, hasn't it? Like Zlatan Ibrahimovic and. David, David obviously Beckham. David Beckham, yeah. was Beckham a big I think it's Beckham
2: league. Beckham was a big change yeah he yeah. make massive impact on the league massive impact on the player you know of course it's like in terms of money in terms of things it's like massive difference between a big star like Beckham a big mm-hmm. star even yeah. Stevie he was there you know yeah. so I met him a few times you know? Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's massive difference he will tell you you know it's like you have massive difference on the level on the squad you can have like top class player play mm-hmm. like walker player things mm-hmm. and you have kids just come up from college never playing pro mm-hmm. anything like that and we expect just them to play in the same team and to yeah. perform well so yeah it's uh, as a coach it's very good because you can develop players but you know for big players uh, like steven gerrard or that kind of player came to the league sometimes it can be like a lot of frustration
0: yeah yeah did um do you think that it will ever grow maybe not to the size it is in Europe but how much more do you think it will grow football or soccer in, in the United States
2: I think it will grow honestly it will grow because they start to be like more open like in terms of a coach mm-hmm. like come from uh, Europe come yeah. from the rest of the world so yeah. it's like you have like more they bring like something different you know because you know the American it was like always this kind of same things you know very old school everything like that yeah so they try to, they change the culture, they change something, you know, Vieira was there, you yeah. know, uh, like mm-hmm. like you have uh, Tata Marcino, like the yeah. coach from yeah. Atlanta, he do a fantastic job yeah. after two years in the uh, MLS Cup final. So you have always, like, coach come from, you know, Europe or the rest of the world and they bring something different in mm-hmm. the league.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, the good things, and the, you will see, I think, I'm sure you will see, like, in the future, like the national team, right now they just hire... Uh, the new coach from yeah. uh, Columbus yeah, sure uh, Crew Yeah, but Arthur a very good young coach mm-hmm. very good idea about the way we play football and you will see I think US will be different yeah,
0: under him. yeah. did it allow you to live a, a more normal life when you moved out there what do you mean well you must have you know living in Liverpool everyone will know you uh, when you walk yeah, no, down the yes. street
2: yes cars, right? that, that is, what, that is um, one of uh, maybe one of the main reasons you know yeah. I love to live in America so yeah. it's like I can go with my kids anywhere yeah I'm like a normal person. Yeah. I can do things, you know, with my wife, kids and friends, mm-hmm. a lot of friends. It's like, you know, people don't bother, like, yeah. you know, especially like uh, they don't know that much like a football player. Yeah. Unless, unless yeah. you are like a massive star. But even that, you know, it's not like, you know. Yeah. So it's like, you, it's, it's, it's fantastic, you know.
0: Yeah. Do you bump into any Liverpool fans out there?
2: Yeah. This stay yeah.
0: everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get around. Yeah, yeah.
2: But it's nice. It's nice sometimes, you know, because, you know, I think it's like that's the way it is. You know, the I respect that. You know, the mm. fans, they pay the tickets, they pay things. And it's them. You live because of them, you know, yeah. because you go and watch, spend money, go to mm. watch game. So you need to give them something back, you know. And uh, yes, if you choose to go and take a picture or autograph a few words, that's that's normal. Yeah. For me, it's like, yeah. it should be like, you know, Yeah, normal. Um, go on.
1: So um, once you, you've kind of stopped playing You, you moved into coaching and, and you're still with Seattle now Is that, is that right? Yeah yeah. And, and you've obviously played under some high profile managers Julio Benitez Harry Redknapp And, and obviously Didier Deschamps um, Have you kind of taken bits from, from each of them and, and developed your own coaching style?
2: That's, that's, that's why I decided to go on coaching it's like, I knew like an end of my career when I was like in Seattle I knew, like, you know, I was like, one point, like, players, young players, even like, better guys, you know, is always come, ask me advice, ask me stuff, you know, and, uh, take on board what I say, you know, about professionalism, about things, you know, and ask me a lot of things, you know, and that I was like, feel like, yes, you know, maybe I retired, I can be in a uh, help and I like that that. And I see it was like when I was in uh, Seattle, so first two years when I was playing, I the kids. Now he's in Newcastle now, Yedlin. Mm-hmm. Yedlin,
1: Yedlin? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: So that was a perfect example. He was yeah. young, from college, never mm-hmm. played pro. And he was playing along with me. You know, he was like right back, you know, back, yeah. but we've become body And uh, he asked me always in my home, asked me a lot of questions mm-hmm. about uh, the Premier League, about things, you know, mm-hmm. because he wants to come here, you know, yeah. in the Premier League. And, you know, he was like, you know, I advise him a lot. Mm-hmm. hop in a good way yeah, yeah. because I think uh, to be honest you do He's well right, you know he, for yeah. Yeah. guys come to from America to mm-hmm. you know to one of the best leagues in the world yeah so that's kind of things like I decide to move to the coaching but everything went so fast so yeah. everything went so fast since I moved there it's like everything went so fast Yes, yeah.
0: you, you enjoy the coaching yes I love yeah.
2: it I love it I love it because especially in America because they let you time to develop hmm and now it's like uh, I'm go for my fourth years in mm-hmm. uh, in the mm-hmm. you know, assistant coach with the yeah. first team. And I just done a new contract, two yeah. more years. So for me, I like it, I love it, you yeah. know. And uh, they let you take your time, step by step. And that's me. I want you to be, you know, take my time, step by step, and grow as a coach. Yeah. And gain some experience. And the day I will feel like I'm ready, I will take the next step.
1: Yeah. Which is management.
2: Yeah, so I already, I already received some offer, so yeah. that's that's the thing, that's the thing that like keep me working hard mm-hmm. and keep me, you know, pushed mm-hmm. because, you know, I was like, a surprised, but, you know, when you do, you know, I think my job, I think i a good job, you know, mm-hmm. I've been uh, lucky, like, you know, in uh, three years with the first team, we, I went to two MLS Cup final, we won one, and uh, we always qualified for the playoffs, so it's like, we, you know, we always try to do well you know so, and, and i'm lucky like i work with one of the franchises they always want to win the big things in the yeah. last cup and uh, that's fantastic
0: yeah did, did the offers come from europe or did they come from
2: oh like yes yeah. i've like me one from france came like a few months ago yeah and uh in america most of them it's yeah. like in america you know
0: do you want to return to europe or do you want to stay in america now
2: to be honest it's like I've, on my head of the plan mm-hmm and uh, i want to start maybe in america first yeah. to develop and do you know things mm. and and uh, enjoy it first. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and after that you know come maybe in europe but i see it here it's so difficult you know yeah. when i spoke with some of the guys and you know lately i was talking with uh sol Combo, you know and yeah any stuff you know you see to get uh, the job and uh, things especially like when i watch some somebody like him yeah it was tough to get a yeah. very decent job, like, you know, yeah. I'm like, yes, I watch myself, I'm like, you know, I had no chance in that world, you know, so it's like, you know, you need to prove yourself first, yeah. obviously, and that's why I start, and I start from the bottom, you know, so yeah. it's like, that's the way I want to do Start yeah. from the bottom and try to get to the top.
1: Have you been keeping an eye on Steven Gerrard's progress as a manager?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, text, I text him, you know, mm. I like that, so it's like, he's, he's good, and yeah. he's an example for me, Take mm. He take that path you know he don't go straight away you know he take that path start with the youth and uh, and did well and uh, and get out of his comfort zone to go to uh, rangers i think it's fantastic he makes the right choice now you know it's only matter of time for him to come back to liverpool yeah but you know he probably tried to prove himself outside and that's that's the perfect example are
0: there certain players that you you play with that you think he'll be a manager or he'll be a manager
2: Yes, some yes, yeah. some you straight away you say yes definitely, yeah. and some you're like no. And I'm sure if you ask, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure like if you ask like some of my ex uh, yeah. teammate and Liverpool, you ask them, oh Jimmy, you think, what do you think Jimmy will be a manager? Yeah. I'm sure they will say to you no chance. <laughs> <laughs> but you know sometimes that's the way it is, you know. So yeah.
0: yeah. Um, okay, well let's have a quick chat about the current Liverpool team. Do you, do you keep, pro, uh, keep tabs on Liverpool? And yes, of course. Because you, you can watch all the games, yeah, can't yeah, you, in the yeah, States?
2: Yeah. Uh, so it's tough. You stop to watch the game from live because, you know, he's at like a nine hours difference. Yeah. Oh, it sounds, so it's like yeah. sometimes the game is like a four o'clock, five o'clock or six. So my wife, uh, she came if I put the team on that time <laughs> in the morning. So it's only, it's, I watch it a lot when I'm mm-hmm. on the road with the team. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I can wake up anytime and watch the game and uh, I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy it. You know, I think Klopp he do a fantastic job here, and he changed a lot of things. and And it's only a matter of time for him to win, the, to lift the trophy. Yeah. yeah, I think I don't know if he has the curse so far, but I think when he will win the first one, I think a lot mm-hmm. will, will follow. Will, yeah. will follow, and uh, yes, don't need to give up. You know, I think he's a good, fantastic manager.
0: What do you think of the current crop of defenders? Virgil van Dijk has made.
2: I enjoy it. To be honest, it's like I enjoy it more. Yeah, because I was like when I watched uh, the previous year with Klopp, I was like yeah. oh, I don't think I will play I will enjoy it to play in that defense no, no, you know? no. <laughs> because it's like more or less like yes you attack you know attack attack all yeah. the time you know yeah. and you know he's happy to win the game like 5-4 yeah. it's fine but as a defender it's, uh, it's painful <laughs> you know you like to keep like clean sheet you know yeah. and now this year like it's different yeah. this year it's like totally different and that's why I enjoy more like yes Van Dijk he's a fantastic center back class yeah. center back yeah hopefully i will hope keep him for many years and uh you know he makes a massive difference big impact of course yeah. the goalkeeper as well you know he's a fantastic goalkeeper yeah and uh, i love the two football. you know young you know and very like aggressive mind to go forward yeah of course you know they will improve like to defend, but that's the way that's you know they're young and they yeah. can improve a lot
1: yeah so Obviously, they're coming up against an incredible team in Manchester City. Um, any other season, Liverpool would would be top. But do you think it's a case of Liverpool just kind of winning that first trophy with Klopp, and then, and then it all fall into place?
2: Yes, for me, it's like it's only a matter of time. Need, mm. you know, the, right now the past three years on the term of uh, you know of final is a Unfortunately, you know, to lose the final, but that, for me, it's like they gain experience from that, you know, because it was the same when I was playing Liverpool, it was the same, you know, we won some final, but we lost some. And I think it's, you always gain experience, you always gain something to lose a trophy, like you want the next time you want to come back harder and gain experience. And I think that's the way it will be with that current squad. And uh, hopefully, you know, it's, it's tough to, the expectation to win the league for Liverpool is massive. Unfortunately, the Manchester City do fantastic job too, mm. so it's tough, it's tough, you know. But they don't give up, and maybe sometimes you need a little bit of luck, mm. and maybe that will be the case maybe in the end of season, you know. Maybe that little bit of luck then to be, you don't need to be on top in the first six months, you know. It's always the way you finish the season.
0: Yeah, will you be keeping tabs on Liverpool tonight playing Burnley?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You go into a game tonight, are they, are they which game? game? You go to any game tonight? Uh, any yeah. Premier League game?
2: Yes, I'm going. I'm going to uh, Everton game. You go to
0: Everton? Yes. You see Adlin? Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason
2: why. Yeah. yeah and I'm right. going to Newcastle to yeah. uh, uh, see uh, Rafa. So. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. Nice. Are you? Do you keep in touch with Rafa? Yeah. 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 And does he give you coaching advice?
2: Yeah. That's yeah. so the reason why I'm going to see him right like, oh, okay. yeah. uh, next yeah. two days. I'm yeah. Going to see him, you know, yeah. and talk and see what's going on.
1: How do you think he's he's done at Newcastle? Obviously, I haven't spent any money virtually and he seems to be do, doing a great job.
2: They do a great job, fantastic job. You need lot to give him like a lot of credit, you know, to go there and to be a relegate and someone with his uh, CV and someone with his, uh, you know, background and everything he wants everywhere, you know, and to go and play in championship,
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know, it's like, it's good. I'm yeah. sure like, you know, he care for that club and he did a fantastic job to go back straight up mm-hmm. and after that with the budget they have, you know, to... Stay in the uh, Premier League, it was great, fantastic. And I think he did do a good job, decent job. Of course, I'm sure he wants to be in better position and a better player, but as a coach, you know, if you make player improve, and I think that's the main reason, main things, like some coach, you want to make your player improve. Of course, you want to win trophies, you want to win things, but it's always tough to win trophies.
0: Before we finish off, can I ask you some sort of quick fire questions? Yes, um, Best player you played in your career?
2: Play with? Uh, by far, Steven enjoy. <laughs>
0: by far. Uh, best player you played against?
2: Best player I played against. Uh, like many, but one traumatized me. One, like, I was <laughs> like, no, that's not possible. It was <laughs> like, Kaka. Kaka? yeah That final.
0: Yeah, he's so good. Um, best manager you played under?
2: For me, it was like, I've never had, like, I would say, bad experience because. On my head, I was like, "You always learn. Of course, you know you can be close with some of them, you know, but you always learn. Yeah. Always learn. Yeah, the bad or good things you always learn. Yeah.
0: And um, I'd, I'd ask you the best moment at Liverpool, but we will know you'll say the European Cup. So take that out of it. What was your best moment at Liverpool?
2: The best moment? If you take that, off, my uh, first games, my first start. Yeah, in the Premier League. Can you, you remember? From, yeah, I think it was like home game against yeah. Ever Bradford or something. Yeah. For me, Liverpool is like on my career. It's massive because it's where everything starts. You know, the mm-hmm. first time I played uh, pro in the first division, it was like you know Premier League, of course. It was with Liverpool. First time I played in the European uh, game, it was with mm-hmm. Liverpool. Just like always, you know, first trophy I lift, it was with Liverpool. You know, yeah. so it's like it's very special for me, you know, in my career.
0: Yeah. Paul. Yeah.
1: I, I was going to ask the, the same question as you and, and take the Champions league out of it yeah. but Jimmy just answered it lovely
0: um jimmy Troori thanks for joining us on the bloodbird podcast it's been an absolute pleasure
2: i enjoy it you know i hope people will understand my my french accent oh
0: it's fine it's perfect it, you're, if you're they can vicious. understand me they can
1: understand you yeah okay've yeah.
0: <laughs> we've, we've got people listening from all over the world so it's um yeah it's great to have you on so thanks very much
2: thank you thank you it's always a pleasure to come to the Open. thank Cheers. you thank you